Welcome to Pioneer Space, uh, I'm Fouad Silva. I'm Kalechi. Today we're joined by uh, Kamzi's Kitchen. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank uh, you for having me. It's been this is a pleasure, man, talking to you off, off air as well. You've got a lot of gems, you've got experiences that you're going to share with us today. I uh, hope so. I know inspire. so. <laughs> inspire while being inspired, um, that's, what, that's what we do. Um, but yeah, for those that don't know Kamzi's Kitchen, if you could just give us a light introduction of yeah. Kamzi's Kitchen. So um, my name is Kamzi. Um, it all started off really about three years ago, three, four years ago. Um, it all started in my garden. started from a barbecue. I was working as an estate agent. Wow. Um, it was, I had annual leave, decided to cook, inv- <laughs> invite my friends over. Yeah. And it just took off from there, really. Um, just started selling the food. Um, from there, they, my friends and my family just came up to me. It was like, you know what? You just need to start selling this food. This food is too good for you to just start for free. Like that. Yeah, and it literally like just started that. like that. Started doing deliveries and then progressing throughout, really. Fantastic, fantastic. And obviously, so you're in the sort of um, food industry, shall yeah. we say, in terms of... Um, Obviously, you've just told us how it sort of started, how the idea came mm-hmm. came to pass. But I always say to people, um, you look at where you are. Yeah. Uh, you look at someone that's in the in the highest position where you are, or in say, for example, in a profession that you you're in, a highly successful person in that in that profession. You look at that person, and you look at that person, and you think, will I be happy if I was that person in that position? Mm-hmm. If you're not. Maybe you have to rethink certain things. If you are, then that's an indication that you're doing the right thing, right? Yeah. So my question to you is, is there someone that you looked at and you thought, yeah, cool, I can be happy being that sort of person? Do you know what it is? It sounds cliche, but my family. Right. So my dad has always inspired me with the cooking. I've always been around the food. Um, so that's where it all started. My dad had a few shops in Deptford, New Cross when I was growing up. Oh, wow. Um, he's now got one in Southend, which I helped him start up um, before leaving him to it. Right. You know, so it all started from there. I've always been in and around the kitchen. Yeah. Always loved food. I loved eating food. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so <laughs> <laughs> it literally just stimulated from there. And that's who I saw. When I saw him doing his business and he has no worries, he has no stress, even when he hasn't got made a sale in that one day. Yeah. I just knew he that's his passion, that's his calling. And that's all I wanted for myself. You know? That's, that's so just finding that right thing for you really. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's definitely something for you. Yeah. Um and you know it's funny because we always say sort of self excavation is sort of the key to finding your goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like being exposed to certain things is always the key in terms of understanding that oh that might be a goal of mine you know you have to you can't be what you can't see basically yeah, yeah. and you know you were exposed to that from a young mm-hmm. age in terms of your dad so yeah. you see every day sort of thing um doing it and that sort of ignited the passion for you which is brilliant but what i'd say is for for those that don't have that do you feel like it's still possible for them to sort of go into I don't know the cooking industry or the food industry if they don't have someone that they you know that they can see every day and they're doing that yeah definitely i mean if you look around now you're seeing a lot of foodies coming around true um you're seeing a true. lot of people st- set, um, setting up with their takeaway establishment yeah. or yeah. collection from their home yeah it's you go on youtube you're seeing people and they're just showing you how to cook so yeah. i believe with cooking i see it as a way of therapy 
in some wow. in some some stances, depending on my mood. Wow. But I do see it as a way of therapy for me. Um, you know, so it depends on where you feel comfortable, I think. So we, we, we've sort of established that you clearly enjoy <laughs> cooking. Yeah. Which is great because yeah. that's that's that, that, that that's key that to keeps you really. stimulated from yeah. yeah. Just enjoying it's just finding it. that passion really. Uh, you for know. you that's your passion. Yeah. Obviously you mentioned your dad's one of your mm-hmm. inspirations and main reasons for getting into cooking. Has anything else kind of inspired you or made you more interested in cooking? I'm interested in cooking as well. Back in the day, I wanted to be a chef. Yeah. I used to watch Master Chef <laughs> on BBC One every season. I loved that and other cooking shows. Was there anything else that kind of drove you on to where you are now? Um, I would say, yeah, it would, growing up again, Ready, Steady, Cook was my show. I loved that on coming up back after school, just seeing Ready, Steady, Cook. Was that Ainsley Harriet? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, they had a, I can't remember, it was like 20 minutes to make a random dish. That's what sort of inspired me. And then going to uni as well, living by yourself, you're, you're having to cook every day. Like, I didn't want to take out. I didn't want to, you know, spend all my money. You have a small amount of money from student loans and whatnot. Yeah. So you've got to make it stretch. Um, another thing was looking at, like, for example, you see um, musicians, they always say, Jay-Z was that guy, I want to be Jay-Z, or I want to be um, Meek Mill, for example. With me, I looked at them, but I knew music was not me. I can't rap on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But when it comes to cooking, I know, yeah, that is just what I love, and that's what I love doing. Success-wise, I would say I've looked up to Jay-Z um, as well on that side, on the success and the business front. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Who would you say is your, your favourite chef? Favourite chef? Ooh. You know what? I would say Gordon. Mr. Gordon Ramsay. Ramsay. Yeah. Only being, only reason being is because you can see his passion. He doesn't want anything to fail. Mm. So he has that passion. He forces it onto the next person. Whether or not he's swearing and effing and blinding yeah. on TV, you see that in the kitchen, do you know what I mean? So he's just making it real life. He's making a real life atmosphere for yeah. TV, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just love his passion, the way he's so charismatic in the kitchen as well. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he does everything with confidence. And even yeah. the way, he, like for example, I'll watch him on YouTube. There's a butter. You're going to use the butter for this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like he said, it with, I can't even do his yeah, voice, yeah, but he, start, no, he does you. it in a certain structure. He sensationalizes yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I love that. Um, so yeah, I would say Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I can, I can, I can. But yeah, I say recently I've been looking at on YouTube a lot of various, very, um, various Americans. Okay. So guys with like their food trucks, you see right. them in LA, there's like food truck areas where they literally park up one by one behind yeah. each other. They started off similar to how I started off in, in my back garden yeah. and now they've elevated up to having a food truck and being an Instagram sensation. They've yeah. got people from all over America coming to LA just for their food truck. Well, that's how McDonald's started, didn't it? Yeah. McDonald's literally started as a, as a, as a, as a van. Was yeah. it a van or a caravan? Something mm. like that. And people would line up, queue up for hours just to get their McDonald's and look at them now. They're <laughs> the biggest in the world, you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So the sky's the limit with that. Everything we've spoken about so far seems positive, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I'd love to continue going down that sort of path, but it's life, 
know, yeah. we've got to be realistic with of each course. other. And you know, there's going to be forms, um, f- forms of adversity that we're going to have to deal with for yourself in your mm-hmm. journey so far. Three years down the line, any difficulties? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say because the way I started comes is I didn't have a plan. Right. So it was, as I said, it started off as a passion. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. All I knew is I went to the cook yeah. and I went to the store the food. Yeah. Um, came down to marketing. I did that all myself. Right. Um, when it came down to pricing, I literally created the prices out of the blue, looking at the competitors, wow. etc. Just ensuring that I made back my money from each stock, etc. Right. Um, the struggles I had was now when you're mixing business and friendships together, certain people expected like discounts and do you know yeah. what I mean? So fair enough, at that moment in my life, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about it because I, was, I just enjoyed cooking. Yeah, but as I got deeper into it, the second year I started to think, well, wait, this is a business. Yeah. I need to start treating it like a business. A business needs to make money, this fundamentally. Is it. So yeah. it's about, you know, I have a group, a solid group of friends that always support, you know what I mean? Like, but you have a few bunch of people that will say, oh, can I get a little discount? Yeah. Or can I do an IOU? You know what I mean? Those were the, the struggles I had initially. How do you escape that though? Because um, you can't lose your friends over no, that, can you? It's no. a bit extreme. This so is it. How do you come yeah. over that? In the beginning, I didn't know what to do. So I used to just be like, you know what? I've known you for X amount of years. I don't mind. Mm. But then when I realized you let that one person off. Sets precedence. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a repetition. Yeah. So the way I overcame that is by, I think I just started being a bit more strict with myself. Right, okay. And then built a bit more confidence to say no. Yeah. That yeah. keyword no, no is like essential. Man. And I didn't realize how essential it was in that mo- until that moment in time when I sort of realized, yeah, Cameron, you need to go out and tell these, can- tell these people no or set your menu in a way where everyone is going to be happy with it. So there isn't no deliberation about, oh, yeah. £20, why do you charge me £20? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, I mean? the, that's the problem as well, isn't it? Because you mentioned saying no and how imperative it is to mm. learn to say no. Mm. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is, it's a double-edged sword because if you look on the other side of it, so one could argue, if you've known me for that long, surely you should be the first to be purchasing yeah. my product. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, are those the sort of people you want around you anyway? And this is just for the listeners yeah, as yeah. well. Just like, if if you're finding it sort of difficult to say no because you're worried about a friendship or a relationship uh, that could, you know, go, go into, oh yeah, that could diminish because of this. Mm. You need to always put yourself first, yeah. you know? It sounds scary, it sounds selfish, but at the end of the day, no one's going to make your dream work if you don't make your dream work. Yeah. And part of the process is, being harsh and being mm-hmm. very, very harsh with yourself and say, listen, I need to get this by any means. And if it's upsetting a few people because they won't buy into your idea or buy into your product, then so be it. Because I tell you what's funny, I've spoken to many a people, many a successful people. And what they've said is the relationships in which you think you've lost, they always find a way to come back round. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So they'll always find find a way to come back, you know, and it doesn't mean it's less, it, 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 the relationship holds less value. No, it's just, mm. listen, you're going to realize something 
uh, when it's your time to realize it. Maybe you haven't reached a stage in your life where you've understood the value of doing certain things, yeah. you know, and I can't blame you for that mm. because sometimes experience is the best teacher. If we said earlier on, being exposed to certain things, if you're yeah. not exposed to it, you won't learn from it, this is it sort of thing. So sometimes it's just got to be like a cool, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. When it's your time to understand it, you understand yeah. sort of thing. But um, yeah, no, I feel like I cut you off a little bit, but I just had to get that no, message yeah, yeah, across yeah, because definitely. I've got I've got little, uh, well, younger people that look up to myself as well. And, you know, I know it's difficult because we go through it, you've yeah. gone through it, I've gone through it, let's go through it as well. There's people that, you know, it's hard because you think, oh, but he's my friend. And, you know, you start to doubt yourself as, yeah. a, as an individual, mm-hmm. but it should never be that. No. You know, your dream should always come first. Um, and people that and people that really value you as a person will buy into everything that comes in with you as well. But um, that's 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 great. We've spoken about obviously the difficult moments as well, uh, and how you got got yeah. got got um, got away from that as well, which which is really insightful. In terms of Kamsi's kitchen now, mm-hmm. and in terms of scalability. I know off air we spoke and you know we don't really want to go in too deep about it and I can appreciate that but if you could just give us a sort of a a rough depiction of let's say five years time five years time Kamsi's whoa where do I start (laughs) (laughs) um no do you know what long term and this is something that majority of if you're close to me you know like long term I want to have like a bar um, a nice lounge area, do you know what I mean? Somewhere where everyone can come, chill, relax, yeah. eat good food, listen yeah. to some nice music yeah. in the background. I would say that definitely long term, you know, have a few, one or two. That's what I see in the, you know, in the next five years. But there's also bits that I need to improve on in order to get there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which is always part of the process. So it's, Again, like I was having the discussion um, earlier on with um, one of my friends, and it's a case of, as I said before, I started up Kamsi's Kitchen with nothing, in the sense of I didn't have a business plan, I didn't really get into marketing, I didn't, all I used was social media and WhatsApp as a way of marketing, do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's a case of, you need to look at the figures, you need to look at the structure, you need to look at your timeline, and in order for me to get to that goal, I know I need to put certain things in place or network with certain people now. Do you know what I mean? Cool. So by five years' time, hoping to have a lounge (laughs) and hoping to just be a lot more, I wouldn't say organised, but a lot more streamlined in terms of your operations, marketing strategy, et cetera. So obviously, Kamsi's Kitchen sounds very successful right now, Mm -hmm. but there's obviously going to be difficult days and down days. How do you overcome those days? And how do you get yourself back up to speed? Um, do you know, when it comes to overcoming days, um, it goes back to what we were talking about off air, really. It's just taking that time out. Yeah. So last year, I took a year out of really advertising Campus Kitchen. I only relied on customers that were coming towards me. So my own clientele that already knew I did events in the past, etc., with the caterings, whether that, that was Birthday parties, christenings, weddings, meal preps, I can do it all. They know that they'll come to me directly. I didn't want to advertise or promote myself because I wanted to find one, find myself and find what my true calling is. Although I thought I knew what it was, I didn't actually know what it was. Does yeah. that make sense? Um, 
So it was about me just trying to find Kamsi first and then find Kamsi's kitchen. So once I'm sorted within myself, I knew, or I know, yes, this is what I want to do now. This is the structure I need to go, to, go by. Um, so I would say you need to know how or when is the right time to take time out for yourself. You can't constantly be working for everyone else's perception of you rather than you working for yourself. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I see and, you smiling. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, before we, before um, we go on to a point Sills wants to mention. So during that time... Mm you took out reflecting, did you also think about, okay, I've still got my trusted clients who are coming yes. to me. Did you think, okay, they keep coming back. What is the value I'm giving them and how can I give that to other people, other prospective clients? Yeah, that's a very good question because I know, in that context, I've never really thought about it if, if I'm being transparent. Mm. Um, because I know in terms of value, when it comes to the food, I know that speaks for itself. And I know with my clients, they understand with Kamsi's, this is a passion. So my very close clients or the ones that, who knew me from the ground up know that cooking is just a passion for me. So everything else that comes after is for me is a bonus. Mm. So the revenue that's coming in, the profits that's coming, that's all a bonus. The streamline of clients that were coming in, that's all a bonus. As long as I'm in the kitchen, I can cook. I felt at ease. I felt unpressured. Yeah. So would you say, how do I put this question? So do you know what? No, to be very, very vague with it, what would you, what would you say success was then for you? Because, okay, we've gone from, you have to think about the finances, mm. you know, and this is me just plucking up bits and pieces yeah, yeah, from yeah, the interview. Definitely. We've gone from valuing the finances. We've now also gone to the peace that comes with it as well. You being at peace. And for me, for me personally, yeah, I, I'm leaning more towards the peace side, but obviously this is your dream. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're the yeah, best yeah. narrator. So if you could, if you could say to us, what what would success look like for you, mm -hmm. and then what would success look for Kamsi's Kitchen? So two different questions. For me, success is it's hard one because success to me means a few different things depending on what context I'm thinking at that given time. In relation with Kamsi's Kitchen, I'll say success is having a nice base or portal of clients who are consistent. That's, how, that's what I like. Right. So how I've built Kamsi's Kitchen is, um, how do I word this? I would say the success comes from the, the clients that come into the business, yep. but also me understanding their needs as well. Right. So that's where I would say the success comes from because everyone knows I have a certain type of cooking, but... What's your type of cooking? Oh, sorry, I didn't even mention it. <laughs> what's your... I'm thinking, whoa, what's your type it's, of cooking? It's all, so I come from a Caribbean background. Right, okay. So all my meals are inspired by the Caribbean and American, American meals. So I try to entwine the two together. Oh. Do you I get it? it? Yeah, so that's why I mentioned earlier, I look at loads of YouTube food truck videos because they got that fast food where it's like the burgers, the chips and etc. But they put their own seasons in. It's not your KFC type. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit right. more wholesome. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, the type yeah. of food that I like to serve. Wow. Wholesome food that, you know, 
you feel as though you're back at back at home. Yeah. Just eating on your sofa. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, that's what I yeah, want. Yeah. So that's why when I say, you know, the lounge, that's a success because in that fact of for Kamsi's kitchen, that's what it's about, is making you feel relaxed and at home. At home, at ease. Yeah. And that's how I like to be all the right. time. So yeah, if I'm yeah. in that in that environment, to me that's success. Right. Fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Everything else is a bonus because at the end of the day, yes, I can want a million pounds. Yes, yeah. I can want a, the new Lamborghini, yeah. but like pop smoke today if i die am i taking it with me no, no <laughs> do you know what no, i mean no, so no you're right you're every, everyone has their own success dreams or yeah. whatever you want to call it but i would say mine is just literally just peace and i think with yours as well it's quite interesting because your passion didn't start with you thinking about the monetary factors no this is it like yours it's actually <laughs> just started because you liked cooking yeah and you've kind of carried that on along mm-hmm. the years as well, which for me is quite inspiring because you don't really get much people that sort of, um, they sort of disregard, I don't know, not even disregard, but yeah, disregard the important uh, the importance mm-hmm. of money. And, you know, you've managed to do that because this is a real genuine passion. This yeah. isn't fabricated. This is no, something yeah. that you like to do, which, like I said, for me is inspiring. And once again, just for whoever it's out there that's listening you know like if you if you do have something that you feel really passionate about you can make a market out of it Mm -hmm. you know you can make financial gain out of it while enjoying what you do as well because you're living proof of that and for sure your story has just started you know what i mean and you know we've spoken about the end result the journey so far has led to you um taking a period out you know, mm-hmm. getting to know yourself, which yeah. undoubtedly is beneficial for you as a person, you as an individual. It leads me to the next question um, in regards to the journey and the result. Which is more important to you, the, the actual journey that you're on or the end result of Camsey's um, Kitchen with the lounge and everything? Which is more important for you? At this stage right now, I would say the journey. Simply because I've had that dream, that end goal from day one. Do you know what I mean? I've always wanted to have a bar or a place of some sort where someone could just come and relax. Yeah. Um, you know, so that is it's in itself one one goal. The journey, I believe, is a bit more meaningful to me. That's the reason why I took that year out to find out, one, is Kamsi's Kitchen going the way I wanted to go? Yeah. Two, do I still want to continue doing this? Three, am I doing this because I grew up watching my dad? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is it really what I want? Mm. And that's when, when I took that year out, I found out, I was trying to look at other hobbies, other industries to get into, nothing appeals to me. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if I've been brainwashed from a young age to just say, you know what, cooking, you know what I mean? Cooking's the way of life, everyone's gonna want to eat at one stage. And you, you look at technology, technology's taken over the majority of the industries now can't make food they've got robots out there to make food but this is it this is it like people want that wholesome taste they want to know your hands have been inside marinating the food do you know what i mean yeah what i want to ask is so you you spoke about the year out Mm -hmm. but have you faced any other sort of adversity difficulties maybe Um, related to kamzi's kitchen or maybe indirectly related where I don't know, maybe another life event that kind of affects you running Kamsi's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. And why didn't you quit? <laughs> what kept you going? Because this, is, this has been going on for a while now. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I've had a few personal hiccups here and there um, that I won't get into, obviously, on camera. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, again, was part of the reason why I took a year out, through some personal, personal problems. Um, but, again, it's just a case of, with me, I know... I personally feel cooking or running an establishment, catering establishment, which is what I've always desired, um, is, is just naturally me. So the only other problems I think, feel like I've had is when get, okay, so I started off as, uh, um, started off doing deliveries. So cooking from my kitchen, delivering out to customers on a Tuesday and Thursday. After doing that for a year, I realized obviously food was popular. I started then getting the calls about um, catering. So, you know, doing birthdays, doing weddings, etc. Which is obviously a bigger scale. Yeah, bigger scale. So I remember my first um, event I did, um, first big event where I was selling food um, into the public. It was at a charity event. Um, and that, I overthought the whole process. So in a sense where I overbought on stock. I couldn't sell, I, I basically made a loss that day. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a case where I learned a lot about myself and about business on that one day because in my head I'm thinking, I don't want to run out of food, but how much food is enough food? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You don't know what the footfall's going to be on that day. It was meant to be a sunny day, it was raining. So the footfall advertised initially was not there. Do you know what I mean? Um, again, it came to down to what price am I going to price my food that I'm the only Caribbean uh, establishment in, in the venue, can I go high? Do I stay at my normal price? These are the type of questions that I sort of started to think and that's what sort of got me thinking, are you really ready for this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's a question that I sort of said to myself, I was like, am I ready for this? Because everyone's telling me, Kamsi, you can do it. Kamsi, you can do it. But I'd never- But the actual doing it is- Doing it is a whole one different thing, beast. and believing in yourself is a one another thing as well, which I don't think I had at that in that moment in my t in my life. So I never really, I was never, I was confident in the kitchen, yes. So doing the actual product, but when it came down to the business side, I was never really confident in, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I was too nervous and shy to ask for help. Yeah. So I think that's where I realized my failings were or was on the business concept of Kamsi's Kitchen. Does that make sense? So although it's been successful, behind the scenes, there's been a few, do you know what I mean, hiccups here and there. I guess it's, it's yeah. difficult because a lot of people say you need to know what you're good at and you can't do everything. Yeah. But then obviously, since your business is in its infancy, you can't outsource <laughs> a lot of things. No. So how have you sort of dealt with that? Outsourcing... What area would you say? For example, I don't know, because right now you're doing everything yourself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's let's think big in the future. Mm -hmm. What's the plan in terms of maybe marketing, in terms of oh, yeah, promotions, so or maybe even who's the the face who's actually given the food? Mm -hmm. Perhaps you just want to stay in the kitchen. Yeah, which it sounds like <laughs> that's where. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I mean the kitchen and the customer service. I don't mind doing. Um, I think. Taking that year out allowed me to think, you know, I need the team. So on that day, I did have a team around me. I had like my, f my friends, um, not my friends, sorry, my family um, helping me. Um, but you, that day, I sort of, I think it made me realize 
and looking at other people around me, my peers, you do need to have a solid foundation. You do need to have a team. Whereas, as I said bef before, my dad started off with his restaurants in Deptford and whatnot. I saw him do it for, by himself. So in my head, and even till this day in Southend, where his um, shout out Johnny's Caribbean Hut in Southend, like check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does everything himself there. Do you know what I mean? So in my head, I'm thinking he's doing that. He's doing that. Fair enough. The accountancy stuff. He comes to me, and I know someone that does the accounts. Okay. Cool. But when it comes to marketing, um, the pricing, the cooking, the the customer service, the um, even building the finance together to start his yeah. business, he'd done it all himself. So that's why I thought, Kamzi, you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. But, <laughs> re but um, the real life kicked in and it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You, you need to have that team around you. You need to have someone who's smarter at marketing than you. Of, of course, you have a certain mindset or mm. you have an idea, but you need someone to pluck out those thoughts even deeper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think I think it's the day and age as well that yeah. we're in as well. Uh, you know, the point you alluded to earlier on, technology is taking, taking over a lot yeah. of things. Back in the day, you could probably survive as a business a lot more. And I remember where the embarrassment was if you if your if your business ever went into like liquidation and stuff like that. It was embarrassing. But nowadays, it isn't. Mm. Nowadays, it's like you're just chucking debt away. To bring it back to the point that I'm trying to make, it's just more like perhaps... 15, 20 years ago, marketing wasn't seen no. as as important as it yeah. is now because one, it's not as saturated. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? The market isn't as saturated. And two, it's like, if you want good food, you know where to go. Yeah. But now it's like, there's so many options. You need to stand out. Yeah. So you taking the marketing serious, getting a team that, that, that solely focuses mm. on that would will only propel your business yeah. to greater levels. I, I believe... Like looking back as well, I believe yeah. Kamsi's Kitchen on Instagram, say for example, I should be, I should have more followers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Tell I me mean, about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. I should have it. more followers. But I know, and I can admit, I don't put out, I don't put out enough content. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm trying to do everything myself. When mm -hmm. I'm in the kitchen, I'm not focusing on who's going to take a picture or yeah. me doing the dishes. I just want to get the food out to the customer That's on your time. Passion, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not thinking about oh, I need to do this angle. Yeah. I need to post this picture <laughs> up at this time. But afterwards, that's when you start thinking, oh crap, I should have yeah. taken that one minute out yeah. to do it myself. However, if I had the team around me to say, I'll do this. Exactly. Today's this. cooking day. Yeah. I need you to just be the photographer. Later yeah. on, we can discuss what pictures are going up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You need an accountability group. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> you need a group, a, a group where you can be held accountable. Yeah. This, this is this is great, man. I just want to touch up on an important subject as well because I I can't remember the the numbers, um, but a lot of first time businesses close within a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, for you, why haven't you quit? Because for me, I have my reason as to why I believe people quit. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll come back to that in a second, but I'll allow you to answer the question first. Why haven't you quit? You know, you faced adversity, yeah. you faced difficult times. Why haven't you quit? Um, I think there isn't really an answer for that, if I'm being honest, mm. like, as to why I haven't quit. I think it's just a case of, as I, it comes back down to the passion, mm. really, um, and there's no escaping it. I feel like I've, I'm in too deep. 
you know what I mean? Like my peers around me, or you hear word of like word of mouth was a good marketing tool for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, people, even like for example, as I said, year out, I took a year out um, last year. I'm working full time. I still had clients calling me up on a Tuesday and Thursday. Are oh, you doing yeah. today? Yeah. So and that was a whole year after I stopped. Stopped. Yeah. Doing it. So it's just like. I don't feel as though I can get away from it. Yeah. Even if I wanted to, I don't feel like it's I not could a just because the demand is always going to be there. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Someone sat there exactly where you were as well a few weeks back and gave a similar answer. A very, very, basically identical in the sense that it's too deep. Yeah. In, in the sense where he can't even fathom quitting. Like, it, it's not an idea that crosses no. his mind because he's so sort of bogged down with the successes and things that could come out of mm-hmm. it. And that's where, you know, a lot of people lose it, you know. When people are doing stuff that they're not passionate about and, you know, going back to the monetary aspect, the money and the financial gain, yeah. when you're chasing something just for the financial gain... You get bro, bored after a while. Money, money, money doesn't end. It's never going to end. You're always going to come across another occupation or another sort of business idea that can get you more money. And then mm-hmm. what do you do? You quit the one that you're doing now and you go to another one that can get you more money. You need discipline. You need you need to be tenacious. You mm-hmm. need to be grounded and focused as well. While you're being ambitious, yes, but you need to be focused yeah. and keep yourself grounded. Now, for me, I'll, I'll ask you this question, okay? Because you know, we always sit down, we always talk about it amongst our colleagues, friends, family members, skill sets. You know, for you, what would you say? Th- what would you say the most underrated skill set um, is? In, in terms of uh, being successful, would you, for you, your experience, everything? Mm-hmm. Most underrated. Underrated. So, not the, I want to hear, oh, yeah, <laughs> great listener, uh, <laughs> hard working. We know that. We know yeah, the formula. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be hard working. But the underrated one, the ones that people don't tend to see as, as valuable as it should be. I definitely say self belief is one of them. Mm. But again, you hear that often. No, no. Do you know what? I feel like there's they're saying you've got belief in yourself and there's actually believing in yourself. Yeah. Those are two yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always easy mm. to say it, you know? So you'd say that was that was one. Yeah. Self-belief is definitely one. Um, because at the end of the day, you need to feel it within your, your heart, your soul for you to be successful. And you need to know what's... As the first question to me was, what is success to me? Yeah. yeah. You to, once you understand that, yeah. I feel as though no matter how long it takes for you to become successful, you're always going to be successful within yourself. Absolutely. Because your success is not determined by everyone else's opinions of opinions you. Opinions of you. You need to know success for yourself. Do you know what I mean? No, listen. <laughs> what, what, there was a quote if, that we said off air um, that was by the philosopher Cooley and it was more... It, I'm going to say it slowly because it can get a bit confusing. (laughs) Um, It's, it goes, today I'm not who I think I am. Today I'm not who you think I am. Today I am who I think you think I am. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're living in this perception of a perception of ourselves, you know, we're never really, 
what are we sort yeah. of thing like what are we where are we are we living to please the man next to us because i give you an example you're with different sort of people every day okay if you're with your loud rowdy friends you're going to be loud and rowdy mm-hmm. while you're with them but on the other hand if you're in a corporate environment if you're in a corporate environment or even if you're just with a friend that's not as outgoing and it's it, it, they're more introverted you're going to you're going to your behavior is going to align to theirs as well. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like finding the right balance within that only comes from when you take time out, you stop mm-hmm. the boat, and you say, "Hold on, let me take a second out. Let me understand me. Who mm-hmm. am I? Who is for us silver? Yeah. What do I? What 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 makes me tick? Mm-hmm. And what did we say? What's what's our greatest weakness as well? You know, what's my greatest weakness? What can I work on? You're only as strong as your great uh, as your weakness, bro. Yeah. You know, and that's 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 where a lot of people need to value that that aspect of the journey. Just getting to know yourself, understanding yourself, because you can keep chasing this dream, keep chasing this goal, keep chasing what you consider success. But if deep down, the answer isn't what you think it is, you're running around in circles. Mm-hmm. You're chasing your tails all day. So, yeah, it's it's imperative for you to, you know. To, to get to know yourself and I'm so glad that you touched up on it because not many people have mm. not many people have and it's it's a great point and I think it's a it's one of the most important parts of life man because it, it gives you sort of like a new lease of life as well mm-hmm. once you've reached that point then you think wow <laughs> sort of like have I been living a life yeah you know this is the real me then everything that comes after that point boy you cherish for life yeah definitely you cherish for life but what just 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 you know back on Kamzi's kitchen there's no doubt you know there's no doubt bro where that you know there's a team in there where we're all in there there's no mm-hmm. doubt that Kamzi's kitchen is going to be successful one because of the the headspace that you're at yeah the time that you've put in the hard work that you've put in as well but also the vision mm-hmm. you know your visions it's it's sort of entrenched in you. Like I feel like if you was to cut off your arm, there'd be Kansas kitchen flowing out of your blood. Yeah. Genuinely, because yeah. that's how passionate you feel you, you feel about it. That for me would be why I believe you'd be successful. That mm-hmm. the, the, and this is off of a conversation we've just had. Yeah. For you, you know yourself better than anybody you know the, the, anybody else. Why will you be successful? Why would you be successful? Cause I'm gonna make myself successful. <laughs> <laughs> no, like honestly, like why am I gonna be successful? Because it's just a, it's a satisfaction within yourself knowing that you've put in the hard work. It's like, for example, you playing FIFA, for example, you're putting in all those, doing all those tricks and skills, um, and then you know you're two 0 down, but you're putting in that passion on the on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? And then you're winning three two at the end by the ninety minutes. Um, you know, you just need to, again, self-belief um, within myself. I know for for damn sure I'm going to, you know, make sure I am, I'm successful. Um, and then, yeah, that as long as I've got that vision and that vision stayed clear, you know, there's no, I don't, because I don't believe on a, there's a time scale. Although, yes, I've got a vision for five years, I'm not holding myself to that time scale. Do you know what I mean? It can happen tomorrow. It could happen within 10 years. It's just, I am passionate about that element of, of the business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of Kamzi's. Kamzi is, is me. <laughs> That's cool. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. With a, with a pioneer, Kamzi's <laughs> Kitchen.
But before we wrap it up, where can people find you? Um, find me on Instagram, Kamzi's, at Kamzi's Kitchen. Um, Snapchat, Kamzi's Kitchen as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, hit me up. Catering we need to, we need to for that. all types of events. Um, you know, it's Caribbean inspired food. That's what I call it. But majority of my clients say it's Caribbean food. So, you know, um, I'm, yeah, the, the food speaks for itself. I don't like to, you know, oversell Kamzi's. Mm. I let the food do do its talking. There's a question. There's mm. a there's a question we always end it on, and it's you're on an island, yeah, mm-hmm. and the other side of the island is success. We've answered this question, but just give me three words, yeah, three words. That island is called success for you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we've crossed this question already, but just to end it in a true pioneer space way, we need to ask this question. On the island, what are the three things? that for you means success? Just three things. Self-belief. One, he loves it, innit? <laughs> he loves it. Literally, that year out just made me, you know, a whole completely different person. Absolutely. Before, as I said, I was nervous. Yeah. I was confident on the pot, on the, in yeah. the cooker. Um, <laughs> but anything else, I was, you know what I mean? Nervous. Yeah. No one really saw that. So yeah. self-belief, um, you need to have heart, but then that's similar to, you know, self-belief. <laughs> Listen. You, you gotta have heart um, and just a vision you know what I mean that's what success is once you have that vision it can it can change tomorrow it might you might say you know my vision is to for me it could be a case of I want that lounge but then tomorrow it could just be I want a food truck yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. but as long as you've yeah. got that clear goal as long as it's a similar concept yeah. it might change you yeah. know but yeah that's, that's self-belief heart um your vision and and good vision yeah good vision fantastic thank you so much for coming on another pioneer's come another pioneer's about to leave to go and conquer the world conquer the world but yeah thank you so much for coming from myself for our silver and kelechi here have a great journey home man thank you thank you